Let's take a look at some of your fan comments left on the Locked On Spurs YouTube page. And are the Spurs regressing? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs and the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have y'all back. Hope everybody's having a great day. And uh, yeah, we always thank you for being the everydayers. You can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcast from YouTube, from iTunes, Spotify, the Ken's 5 Plus app. I mean, the list goes on and on. Just find us and the rest of the Lockdown Podcast Network every single place you get your favorite podcast. Hey, what are we talking about today? We're going to be going over a couple of your fan comments left on the Lockdown Spurs YouTube page. Bringing our guest, Raul Dominguez of the AP Sports out in San Antonio. We're going to be asking the question, are the Spurs regressing after having a pretty solid, for their standards, month of January? And then we're going to get his prediction on the record the Spurs will end up with on the road to your road trip. That is coming up soon right here on Lockdown Spurs. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets. If your best bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown to get started. All right, so let's take a dive and see what y'all are talking about at the Lockdown Spurs YouTube fan page. And we're going to pull out a couple, and they're going to bring in our guests in just a few seconds. The first one comes from Jacob Eric. You know him. He's been a fan guest on fan episodes. He leaves a comment saying, this gonna be a road trip from hell Oof. yeah it's gonna be a rough 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 uh nine games away from san antonio jacob and you look at who the teams are which teams the spurs are playing you know from dallas uh to the lakers uh you know you you got a couple other uh heavy hitters on that road trip yeah it, it's it's gonna be a gonna be a big one uh, and the spurs you know could come out pretty much battered we had our, we talked about this in the last episode of lockdown sports yesterday you know uh looking at the team i have them jacob going five and four in the nine games our guest uh, joe garcia he has them going one and eight maybe that's you know i think the dallas mavericks game is going to be rough he got uh you know possible win versus the utah jazz uh, you know let's see what else they got they have miami to start things out that might be a loss you, you know the list goes on you got the Orlando Magic, the Nets, the Raptors, the Kings, the Lakers, the Timberwolves. Or, and it, yeah, it's, it could be a bad one. I'm heavily optimistic for this team going five and four. I think that's just foolish on my part. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be a rough run. Jacob, thank you for uh, leaving your comment on Lockdown Spurs. And uh, our next, next comment is from uh, Daja STL Robinson. He says, of course he was cheated. And he's talking about whether Wimby was snubbed or not. I don't know if he was cheated, uh, Daja, but, he, you know, I think it just came down to a numbers thing. Uh, just basically how many players are just uh, ahead of him in the pecking order, if you will. And, yeah, you know, it shouldn't be individually. I mean, it shouldn't be team-based, but sometimes I think the, the voters look at how the impact of an all-star on the team and the Spurs, well, we know their record. And you look at just the guys who were left off. They were also snubbed from Demondis Abonis to De'Aaron Fox, uh, you know, Rudy Gobert, uh, the list goes on and on. So 
Yeah, I think you you look at the West and just how stacked it is. It was going to be tough for Wemby to get in. Uh, an injury replacement, it could be his only viable path. But even then, I think they'll give it to De'Aaron Fox or Demonis Sabonis. I mean, no Kings player is on it. And the Kings have one of the better records in the West. But, yeah, I don't know if he was cheated. The snub may be too harsh. I just think it came down to a numbers thing. And, you know, he had himself a great Wimby. That is a great month of January. We know what he did. but. Ultimately, look, he's going to get a lot of all-star appearances in his career. It just started. So be looking forward to him maybe next season to make the all-star squad, hopefully. All right, coming up next, we have Raul Dominguez of the AP Sports. We're going to be discussing the rodeo road trip. We're getting his prediction. And if the Spurs are regressing after a good month of January, that's next on Lockdown Spurs. But first, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl, everybody, and to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite snacks, placing some super bets. The list goes on and on. Just so much fun. Look, right now, you want to dive into the action. It's the last NFL game of the year. You're going to be with friends. So why not just spice it up a bit and go on FanDuel? FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. And not only can you bet on Super Bowl 58, but also on FanDuel, you can make bets such as which players will score the, you know, a touchdown and how many points will be scored. So much more. New customers, listen up, join today, get yourself $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, just visit FanDuel.com slash lockdown to sign up right now. That's FanDuel.com slash lockdown. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Hey, listen up, San Antonio. If you stay up late the other day, just trying to catch up with the Spurs games, uh, maybe you need yourself just a pick-me-up. Well, look no further than Muslinger's Drive-Thru Coffee, San Antonio's only spot to get your coffee and other drinks, San Antonio. Muslinger's is locally owned, independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee for our San Antonio community. They do it fast. They do it friendly. So you get on with your day. So if you're in the mood for a latte, they got that. Cold brew, they got that. Maybe a really supercharged drink like the Red Bull Infused Lightning Bolt Series, go get that only at Muslingers. They have a drink for every taste. They also have a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low-calorie options, caffeine-free drinks for those who just want to take it easy, signature drinks like the Muslinger, the OGOJ, the list goes on and on. And not just all about coffee. They have mini donuts, which I hear are very, very popular with customers. Go to Muslinger's Drive-Thru Coffee right now. Friendly staff, big menu. Conveniently located at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 281-1604. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Swing by Muslinger's Drive-Thru Coffee for that tasty, convenient caffeine fix. I go there. You should go there to San Antonio. They are a proud sponsor of Lockdown Spurs, and they proudly represent the San Antonio community. Always looking out for them, and they're very interactive on social media, on X threads facebook tiktok i mean pick a platform there there at muslinger s-a-t-x all one word go to muslinger's drive through coffee 2404 thousand oaks drive near 21 1604 why because life is too short for bland coffee And we're back right here on Lockdown Spurs, joined by Raul Dominguez of AP Sports out in San Antonio. Follow him on X at Dominguez Cinco. Uh, Raul, what T-shirt are you wearing? That looks kind of familiar. What is that? No, it's actually a, a AEW one with Brian Daniels, and it's a oh nice. That's so, a good one. 
Brian Danielson, the what was he, Daniel Bryan, I think, in WWE. So yeah. It's one of my favorite uh, wrestlers. He's kind of a, a maniac. So you know what? I don't have any wrestling posters on the nerd wall. I, I ran out of space, but I, I'll have to sacrifice somebody. But mm. I think I need to do that soon. Mm. But uh yeah, great t-shirt. I approve nerd stamp of approval. Uh again, everybody, he is Rob Dominguez, AP Sports, uh, good guy, uh, funny, all that good stuff. Y'all know him, he's been on lockdown sports a few times already, but and the reason I brought you on, Raul, is because I'm wondering if the Spurs are regressing after, for I mean, no, let's put it this way. The, the bar is set low after a pretty good January. I mean, they, 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 mm. that was impressive for their uh, standards. To start off the month of February, it's been kind of done, you know, yeah. kind of flat. Do you, do you think this team is regressing or is this just par for the course for this team this year? Um, I think the second part you said, I think it's kind of um, – just sort of their, their mode of operation. I mean, yeah. they, they're extremely inconsistent. I think I was thinking about this. I've been thinking about this for a while when, when you first brought up the topic, like, I don't know if there's so much regressing or if they're really playing over their head, you know, those mm-hmm. couple of games or, you know, those few games, um, you know, I, I think that they were energized. I think they wanted to, mm-hmm. to prove something. And, and I think that's a good, um, good way of showing what they're capable of, but I, I don't know if they're capable of doing that consistently. So it's kind of tough for me to say they're regressing when I don't think they're there yet. I think it was more of mm-hmm. them again, playing over their head and, and wanting yeah. to, to prove a point. I, I think uh, they're obviously capable of playing that way, but it's something that mm-hmm. they're going to have to sustain for 48 minutes for game after yeah. game. I don't think they're there. Uh, they are there yet mentally, physically, um, uh, emotionally, uh, I just mm-hmm. think, uh, again, I just think they're playing over it more so than they're regressing. I think kind of what you see is kind of more of who they are at this point uh, in their yeah. development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on a four-game losing skid right now, uh, just about to start their rodeo road trip. And you, you look at that Minnesota game that they beat the Timberwolves in San Antonio, and everybody, oh, the best game of the year. This was their, their complete game. Part of me says, okay, yeah, they, they played well, but also thinking like maybe Minnesota took them lightly because, mm-hmm. you know, Minnesota on paper should just, you know, annihilate, you know, the Spurs, but they didn't. And the Spurs eked out a 113-112 win. But then you look at the last uh, four games that they lo- they lost. Washington, I mean, that one, of recent memory, that one's the most disheartening one because that it was in the bag and they just mm-hmm. let it slip. I mean, yeah. Popovich said that they were being immature, mm-hmm. you know, in that in that loss. Then you go to Orlando. Now, to their credit, you know, they kept it at 10 points, but still they lost. New Orleans, you know, again, valiant effort, fight to the end, lose by one, and then, you know, they got ra- they got just wrecked by the, the Cavaliers. It seems to me that this little four-game losing skit they're on is just what they've been. And uh, they, what do they say, Raul? That your record is who you are. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, their record is this, you know, competitive, yeah, you know, in two games, you know, but then they still get the L, you know, and I look at some of their early stats. Now, mind you, this is very, very early uh, in their um, in their month of February, you know, just two games, but point production has gone down to 107. Uh, you're looking at um, shooting from the three line has gone down tremendously, 28, 27% right now. So, do you think, Raul, that now they're about to start their roadie road trip, this is only going to get worse? Or you actually think maybe the roadie road trip is going to do them wonders? 
Um, I, I think they're hitting a wall. I, I think okay. uh, even with I mean with Victor, Victor I think uh, I think Pop pointed out th- these are the most games that Victor's ever played in his life, mm-hmm. and we're not even. Uh, I mean, we're just now getting to the midpoint of the season. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, you know, so I know people are going to say, "Well, the other guys have been there, but they haven't had those kind of roles, uh, mm-hmm. you know, before." You know, uh, where it's it's you know fully on them. You know, Devin only played thirty eight games last year. Um, you know, and prior to that, he was just sort of uh, almost like a secondary piece, or you know, mm-hmm. wasn't there wasn't as much pressure, as much um, uh, you know, not as much pressure, not as much asked of mm-hmm. him. Uh, in the previous seasons, um, Keldon, you know, Keldon's coming off the bench. He's having to pick up his energy when he comes off the yeah. bench. Jeremy, this is only Jeremy's second season. So I, I think they're kind of hitting a wall. I think, uh, I, I don't, I think that seven game homestand may have been a little too much for them. I think, you know, mm-hmm. you're there, you know, uh, you have that routine. I think, I think it's, it's good for teams to go on the road. Cause you know, sort of break up that routine. You know, you're here for what, uh, seven games. I think it was t- 10 days total. Mm. You know, I'm sure that gets monotonous, especially this point in the season. So um, I think they just sort of fell into this thing where they got a little tired. They got a little distracted. Mm. Uh, it's going to happen with every team, but especially a young team. Um, yeah. I-, I think that hurt them. Um, so I-, I don't know how they're going to do the rest of the way. I think, I think the road trip is going to help them because uh, you know, they're sort of going to be away from their comfort zone. You know, they're not going to be sleeping mm. in their own beds you know, around their, their family stuff. They're obviously going to miss their families, but it helps you focus, I think, a little bit more. Uh, you know, again, you get out of that monotonous routine. You're in new cities, you know, right. uh, going walking into, you know, stadiums that you're not as familiar with. Um, you know, so I, I think that'll help them. Uh, but again, I, I'm just sort of wondering, you know, if they've hit this wall and how long it's mm-hmm. going to take them to kind of adjust to that physically. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Victor talked about he was a little fatigued, and mm-hmm. there was times when I saw him out there, he looked a little tired, you know. And yeah, he uh, was, yeah. You know, and I, I thought one, it was uh, maybe him hitting that that wall that a lot of NBA players talk about, especially your rookie season. Um, I thought that was part of it. I thought maybe it was also the fact that he's now playing increased minutes after, you know, not being allowed to. Yep. Um, um, but you know, I, again, I don't know how long it's going to take them to sort of adjust to um, the long schedule. Uh, I, again, I think the rodeo road trip will do them a lot of good, um, but they got some tough opponents on the rodeo road. Yeah, trip. they they do. We'll go over that in just a few seconds. But you know, you're looking at Victor. Yeah, he dealing with the Texas allergies. He's yeah. adjusting to the Texas climate, mm-hmm. and that hit him in that last game at home before the road trip versus Cleveland. But all in all, yeah, you, they they was there was a lot. There's been a lot of short grabbing. You know, during the game, grabbing their shorts, mm-hmm. bending over, and oh, they, they played like what seven games and how long the span? So it was like uh, I think it was what, uh, nine nine or ten days. I think they played yeah. what, four four games. I think in uh, six yeah. days, uh, three and four. So it was, yeah. um, it was you know, it's tough. You know, uh, and, you could even say it's tough for them, Raul. But even you and I were like, oh my god, when is this going to be over? <laughs> it was even where yeah. it was wearing on everybody. But yeah. And I was going to say, I know some people say, oh, they're young, you know, and, and they should yeah. be used to this. You know, it doesn't matter how, how great of shape you're in, you know, playing that type of schedule, something that you're not used mm-hmm. to, it's going to take a toll. It's like, you know, for a runner to run a marathon, you know, every, yeah. you know, like they, they prepare for a marathon, you know, uh, so they have a marathon, you know, but they don't go the very next week to run another marathon. You know, it's something you got to kind of build toward and, um, you know, 
NBA vets kind of get used to that schedule and, you know, playing those kind of games. But for a rookie, it's different. You know, you're still kind of learning your way for your, even your second, third year, uh, you know, um, you know, so, so they, they need to get used to that sort of that wear and tear and that grind. And um, like I said, I, you could, to me, I could kind of see that they were getting tired. And the other big thing is you can tell they're getting tired because down the stretch, I know they've had some problems down the stretch, but um, it seemed like they're making a, a, a little bit yeah. more mental mistakes. Their legs weren't there. They weren't quite with their shots, you know, shots were going falling short, um, you know, some bad passes, which again is mental, but you know, when you start getting tired, you know, that stuff happens as well. Mm -hmm. Mental mistakes. Yeah. yeah. And you saw that uh, glaring mental mistakes, especially in that Wizards loss where, you know, they had it. And you saw just Victor, you know, as much as he did well, you know, he was part of those costly turnovers mm -hmm. in that game, late in the game. Uh, and you saw it, especially against Cleveland. They, I mean, I, I mean, to their credit, they were in it, at least until half. But then after that, you know, the wheels came off in the third. And that's another reason I thought about them maybe regressing because they have been winning the third period of late, uh -huh. but they didn't versus the Cavs. And they kind of, I don't think they did a couple other games during the homestand too. So you start thinking, okay, they falling back into their old habits of just not coming out with energy out of half. Now, Victor did tell us, you and me at the last home game that well, he's looking forward to the roadie road trip. He thinks it's going to be good for them. Uh -huh. um, but you know what? That's a good point. Let's take a break right there. When we get back, we're going to quickly look at the Rotary Road Trip, okay? And we're going to get Raul on the hot seat. We're going to lock it down. What is his prediction of the record? I'm going to tell you right now, Raul, I went stupid crazy. I, I'm five and four. I, that's like putting big, dark spur sunglasses on with neon mm. on it, thinking they're going to come out of this with an above 500 record. But we're going to get Royal's thoughts on the upcoming roadie road trip coming up next on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, the NBA trade deadline is fast approaching and Lockdown Fantasy Basketball is your place for the live reactions. Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern, subscribe on Lockdown Fantasy Basketball on YouTube today so you don't miss Josh Lloyd's breaking down every single trade with analysis insight only you can get at Lockdown Fantasy Basketball part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. This episode is sponsored and brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash LockedOnNBA and get on your way to being your best self. Look, you all want to prove yourself, right? You want to make yourself better, or maybe you are making yourself better and you just want to find ways to continue making yourself better. Or maybe you just need online therapy. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Look, sometimes we want to get the opportunity to get something off our chest, big or small. Certain things can really start to get to you. It's important to let that out, especially to someone who is unbiased in your life. So today, I want to say how I really feel about something. You might even be thinking about the same thing this week. That's where you got to go check out BetterHelp. Look, therapy can be different for everyone. Most of us have bigger problems than our favorite sports teams, and it's important to get things off your chest every once in a while. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible, suited to your schedule. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedInMBA and get yourself 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Raul Dominguez. You know him, you love him. He's with the AP Sports out in San Antonio. Follow him on X at Dominguez 
Cinco. And yes, he is the person who donated this awesome Optimus Prime poster. <laughs> Look at that. Still dunking on me. He's still yep. dunking. I always like that. Yeah, I get a lot of comments on that. Uh, people really like the the Nike vibe that it gives mm -hmm. off. Yeah, yeah that's what uh, Rip, uh, yeah. Rip the Barrel. It's R-I-P-T, Rip the Barrel. So yeah. trying to get them to see if they can partner up with you. Hopefully they'll contact you and uh, so yeah, they can get so some too. of their posters up there as well. Because so, they have some yeah. a lot of nice posters. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to the website too. They they got some good stuff there, and you know, I I get sucked into that, and I start. Next thing I know, my online basket's like twenty deep, so now I can't afford to buy all that stuff. I gotta pare it down. Yeah. We're talking about the silver and black, and we were just talking about whether or not the Spurs are regressing. But you know, you know myself and Raul think that this is just par for the course for a young team this so far this season. But it's leading us to the rodeo road trip. You can't ignore it. I mean, it's coming up uh, tomorrow. So it starts in Miami. Now, Raul, you look at the nine games away from San Antonio, and this is not going to be an easy RRT mm -hmm. at all. You know, from the likes of Dallas, Minnesota, uh, Miami, uh, the Lakers, the Nets. I think maybe they only give me, quote unquote, not even that, is Utah. But it's going to be rough. Um, before we lock down your prediction, you know, then you can make fun of my prediction. Uh, later on too as well but how do you see this playing out do you think this is just going to be a, just 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 an absolutely curse stomping of the san antonio spurs you know i was looking i was looking at their record and i was uh or excuse me their schedule and you know i'm thinking three and six and it's like three and six but then i can also see it going uh i think you, uh, you know toward your prediction as well but then mm -hmm. i could also see it going uh oh and you know oh yeah, and nine it's nine. like yeah because all the teams they're facing are, are, are you know, pretty good teams. Yeah. Uh, I think the Raptors are the only one that I see where I feel like they have a good chance of winning just because Toronto's sort of clearing mm -hmm. house. But, you know, Toronto's still got a good squad. They still have some, some you know, some really good players. So mm -hmm. uh, they haven't gone full tank, but they're, you know, uh, yeah. trading away some of their assets, you know. But I was looking at their other other games. They're going to play Orlando again, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Boncaro's going to want to, you know, uh, do well against Wemby again. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know Miami's struggling, but, you know, this is a good yeah. chance for them to sort of right their ship. Uh, yeah, the Spurs are the slump busters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, unfortunately. And you got Dallas, you know, with, uh, yeah. with Kyrie's getting ready to come back. Sacramento, Sacramento's like, to me, they're one yeah. of the best teams in the league. I, I'm just, I, I love I think, Sacramento. Yeah, me uh, too. I, I think career-wise, Luca in his career versus the Spurs averages nearly a triple double. Him. So <laughs> Luca loves Jeez, he just playing the Spurs. He, he, he took over for Dirk. Time. Yeah, he took over for Dirk. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's it was Dirk against the big three, and now it's Luca against you know uh, against you know, some, you know a pale uh, an eggshell of what the Spurs used to be. You know, I'm looking at that Raptors game, and I'm thinking, if you're Raptors, don't you want to lose that game? Oh, definitely. But uh, yeah, you know, I don't know if. if um, you know, those guys are competitive. I mean, they're still playing well. I mean, they got rid of OG are, yeah. and, and uh, uh, Scotty uh, Barnes, Pascal yeah. and, you know, but they still got some good young, good young talent. You obviously want, I'm sure their GM would prefer them to lose so they can keep their pick. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I don't know if that's a, a game the Spurs can, can win or not. That's one of the, that's one of the games where I, I counted it as a win. But um, again, that's, that's one of those games where it's not, you know, obviously, with their record, with the Spurs' record, there is no guaranteed wins right now, or very few of them anyway. No, 
I know, and, and, and look, I, I have pie-in-the-sky dreams, you know, that they're going to come out above 500, but historic, well, recent history, the Spurs' roadie road trip has been just below 500. And wasn't there one where they near, didn't they go 0 for one year, or they went 1? Was it last um, year? I can't, I can't remember if it was 0 for yeah, or 1, remember. but yeah, I mean, ever since, you know, the, the sort of decline of the big three hasn't gone well. I mean, I think even when DeMar... Uh, and and oh, yeah. Marcus here, I think they, I remember they that, barely yeah. was over 500 or maybe just mm-hmm. under. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how, how they this young team reacts. You know, it's going to be Victor's first time out there. You know, Jeremy, uh, Blake, and Malachi's yeah. second year. Uh, you know, some of the – I think – I don't think Sandra was with them uh, for the rodeo road trip no, last year. So yeah. it's going to be some guys, you know, that are still yeah. kind of getting used to it and being on the road that long. And yeah. I know they, they come back to San Antonio between some games, yeah. but you know, yeah. Being away from home that long, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's going to be different. Yeah, it is. You know, I spoke to uh, Kelvin Johnson after the uh, Cavs game and I asked him like, Hey, you know, you are the longest tenured spur. You've been there, done that already on this RRT. Like, any advice? And he said, the only advice that he's giving his teammates is just keep your bodies ready. He goes, just mm. keep that body going and keep it in, 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 you know, ready in game mode, so to speak. So there's that. And then I spoke to Victor in the locker room and I said, Hey, you're about to start your first one. You know, you know, what are you, what are you thinking about? And you know, it's funny. He said, he told me, well, cause I've heard about it. I've seen it you know, on TV, you know, but now he's diving in, uh, but he's very optimistic. What he told me about it. He's seen, he's seen the, the team bonding. He mentioned how, they went bowling in Detroit. Um, that was just an idea of what a longer road trip can be. He's all for that. But it is interesting that he did tell the group of us that when he first saw the schedule for the very first time in his NBA career, he looked at February and he saw a bunch of away games and it didn't click with him. And he said mm-hmm. he had to ask questions like, why are we doing this on in February? <laughs> so and then they explained to him what it is. Mm-hmm. But the team seems mentally ready. I mean, what else can they do? You know, I mean, they can't yeah. sit there and in, in the locker room and tell us, you know, oh, you know, this sucks. Look who we got to play. But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pieing the sky. I got my five and four. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of Spurs fans are probably laughing at me right now, but we're gonna put you down pen to paper here. So we have. Let me just brief you yeah, real fast. Here. I, ha- I have, I have it here somewhere. Yeah, but like I said, it's it's they're a word. Weird oh, you got them at three and six, then, right? Did I hear you? Yeah, correctly? three and six. Yeah. Okay, you got them three. Okay, so we got your record. But um, like I said, they're they're a weird bunch. I mean, they could, you know, suddenly play over their heads and you know, went, you know, go five and four, six and three. It's, wow. um, you know, it's tough to tell with this bunch, you know, and and that's just a product of their youth, you know, just sort of still figuring stuff out, and mm-hmm. you know, back in the uh, big three days, you know, Pop always used the the rodeo road trip to sort of bond them together for that late run um you know and, and get them focused uh, you know in the quest for a championship and you know now i think it's more of pop sort of getting them to mm-hmm. you know sort of uh, be, uh, bond more and help their chemistry and mm-hmm. um you know help them grow on the court and off the court so um you know i, I know we talked about this before pop of course last year he said it was development this year he said it's about winning but you know, I, I think everyone sort of realized, okay, well, yeah. this year's development too. So it's development again, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be the same thing next year. You know, they're they're, they're yeah. going to get younger, barring any trade. You know, they mm-hmm. make it rather this week or in the off season, but they have all those draft picks. 
Yeah. You know, they're you know, what do you I mean, forget about CD Sissoko? You know, where's he gonna fit in next year? Uh-huh. You know, we know this year he's all about Austin Spurs and the occasional call-up, but he's gonna need a spot. They get younger, they're gonna have a high draft pick, and if they keep it, they're gonna be younger. Uh-huh. So you you definitely gotta know you definitely gotta see that. Are we still on this youth movement or Spurs, or we're we gonna start flipping for some established veterans? I think they're going to tweak a little bit. I think I think I, don't, I think they don't want to go through this with for for Victor's sake again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they pick up a, a free agent or two. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, you know there's the the LeBron rumor going yeah. around. You know I don't I don't think LeBron would yeah would come I here. Right. Um, I, I I don't think he'd want to be a part of that development. Um, you know because uh, they would still be developing next year. But I, I think I can see them getting a. You know, a few veterans maybe in free agency, um, maybe mm. tr- maybe trade one of the picks for uh, so- someone else. But I-, I can't picture them going through this again. I, th- I think this was more uh, – this season is kind of seeing who fits with, with uh, Victor, uh, kind of what they need. Um, it's obvious they need uh, – you know, uh, I still feel like they need a, a point guard. No offense mm-hmm. to Trey. I, I love Trey. But, uh, Me too. But, um, you know, I still think they, they probably they probably feel like they need – a different point guard. So uh, need more pieces on the bench, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, when Keldon's injured or Zach's injured, they really, really struggle to score. Oh yeah. Um, so I think they need more bench pieces. Uh, I don't think they blow it up. I, I know people talked about blowing it up and trading this guy or that guy. They won't do that. It, it's all part mm-hmm. of the, the development, but uh, they're, they're definitely going to add some pieces in the off season. I, I, I don't, I don't see how they can't. Absolutely, yeah. So those y'all keep your score at home. We had yesterday Joe Garcia, the guest. He predicts one and eight on the rodeo road trip. I stupidly predicted above five hundred, five and four, and then Raul was going three and six. So uh, that's the tail of the tape right there. Watch, watch them surprise all of us, and they go nine and zero. I mean, what? Yeah, like I said, <laughs> likely not going to happen. But you never know with this team. They could go eight and one. I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, they yeah. beat Minnesota, and everyone thought, "Oh, there's no way they're going to beat Minnesota," yeah. and they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and um, you know, you know, at least for a half, they hung tough versus the Cavs. And mm-hmm. by the way, is it just me, or maybe I'm just looking more into this? But Jared Allen, the Cavs, really gives it to Wimby. I don't know if you noticed this. Like mm-hmm. he's really super aggressive, and he gives Wimby fits. I know it's a very small sample size, just two games. Uh, for Jared Allen versus the Spurs in the Wimby era, but go back and watch some of the highlights, you know, from the away game or the home game versus Cleveland. Jared Allen looks like he gets up for this game, and oh, rightfully so. I mean, he's an he's, a, he's an All Star guy. Yeah, no, Jared, uh, he's a great guy. I love talking to him. He's but he's he's one of these guys that has a, a chip on his shoulder. I think you know from as far as you know, um, draft wise, from attention wise. I know I think it was last year, mm-hmm. or maybe it was the year before, where he wanted to be an All Star and. Um, yeah, and you know he felt like slided, so uh, he gets up for these kind of games. And then you know he did great in Brooklyn. I still don't understand why they traded oh, yeah. him, but yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think he plays with a chip on his shoulder, which is you know perfect for Brook, uh, perfect for Cleveland rather. Absolutely, he is Raúl Dominguez of the AP Sports. Follow him on X at Dominguez Single. Uh, Raúl, what is going on in your neck of the woods? Uh, what can Spurs fans look forward to, or just in overall sports? Uh, just. You know, just kind of watching the Spurs and seeing how they do on their on their road trip, and then uh, you know, I love following the UTSA men's basketball team. I mean, they got they got a lot of talent on that UTSA men's mm-hmm. basketball team. They're you know they're they're 
for college, they're, they're sort of veteran, but, uh, mm. you know, still young, but they kind of remind me of the Spurs, a lot of talent and just kind of inconsistent mm. and, you know, um, but I love watching UTSA men's basketball as well. Absolutely. By the way, I don't know if you saw the the nerd question over the weekend, the nerd multiverse question. So since everybody, look, everybody, look, Raul is a nerd. He's just not as vocal as me about it. But who, and if you were enter the Bloodsport multiverse and you had an opening round match at the Kumite and it's <laughs> Jackson, you remember him? Remember, hey, Jackson, you look like a Jackson. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was Ogre from uh, mm-hmm. Bridge of the Nerds mm-hmm. versus Paco. He was the Muay Thai fighter that was probably the second one to give Frank Dukes the fits in, uh, mm-hmm. in the tournament. If they had to, if they had to meet in opening round match, who would you got? Oh, uh, I gotta go with Ogre, man. <laughs> oh, he's going with Ogre. He's going brute strength, mm-hmm. brute force versus skill, huh? I mean, they couldn't knock him off the um, the the metal bull and yeah. of the nerd. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> Going with Ogre, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the other fellow nerds uh, said that now that, that Paco should beat him. Now, for those of you who don't remember, Paco was the Hispanic guy. He had the red shorts with the gold mm-hmm. trim, and he, he uh, took uh, Frank Duke's uh, – it gave him the – well, for the movie's sake, the most problems, mm-hmm. you know. But he's for those of you who remember, they did the leg exchange, the kick to the, to the uh, ribs where they mm-hmm. kick, 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 kick. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that guy. But, no, I, I got Paco. I got, I got Paco. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jackson. I'm sorry, yeah, Jackson. Hey. more sentimental for me, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He is Raul Dominguez once again joining us here on Lockdown Spurs. And we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever we get podcasts. Tomorrow, we'll be back making his return after a long hiatus. Dr. Ryan McCorkle, he's going to be talking about why Wimby and why it was important for the Spurs to put him on a minutes restriction, the back-to-back thing, go over what Zach Collins went through recently in the injury, and uh, yeah, just all things silver and black. Lockdown Sports 24-7 channel is now streaming on YouTube. You're that right, 24-7, the only 24-7 streaming sports channel on YouTube. Go subscribe to it right now. Everybody's there. All the shows are there. Fun times. Check it out. Trust me, you'll like it. So for Raul Bloodsport Dominguez, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.